When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So a Connecticut man found and kept a bank deposit bag containing thousands of dollars. He found it, uh, well, on May 30th uh, in the morning. He said an employee from the tax collector's office was unable to make a delivery to the bank branch that day because he couldn't find the deposit bag containing the funds. So he just it was just dropped on the ground out in front of the bank. So he alerted the police. Well, this man, uh, Withington, has insisted, I didn't steal anything. Uh, I just found this bag and I figured it was mine. I hit the lottery. (laughs) So it took several months, but the police department uh, conducted interviews and reviewing surveillance footage. They ultimately learned the bag of funds had been dropped outside the bank. That's where Withington stumbled upon the bag and picked it up. And he said, hey, anybody that knows me knows all I'm, I'm all about generosity and I'm living in this town. I'm not looking for trouble. So now he is uh, charged with larceny. Yes, he is charged with larceny, third degree larceny. It was $5,000 in the bag. This is where he should have followed the chewing the fat rules. Okay, he found the bag. You know you're going to be on camera. It's around a bank, so there's cameras. You find the bag, and then you turn it in. However, before you turn it in, you take, you know, half of it for you. And you turn it in and say, hey, I found this bag in front of the bank. I'm sure you saw the video footage. It was sitting on the ground out there. I just wanted to turn it in. Uh, That's what you got. (laughs) And then you're good. You're good. They can say, well, it had $5,000 in it. I don't know what to tell you. I found the bag. I picked it up. I took it home. I realized, you know what? It uh, has the name on it, has the bank on it. I need to turn it in. So I did. And here you go. And it's all good. Plus, then you're you're still up like 2500 bucks. So just a reminder, if I'm cash like that, turn it in, you know, after you take your cut. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. <laughs> Good news for those of you living in Texas, and I hope this is true for wherever you live. Uh, starting September 1st, which is tomorrow, by the way, uh, if you're listening live, today is the 31st of August, 2023. Uh, so starting September 1st, tomorrow, there will be no tax. This is happening in Texas. And again, I hope this happens wherever you live. Uh, there will be no tax on tampons, diapers, or a number of other family care products in Texas. Uh, Baby bottles, baby wipes, breast milk pumping products, diapers, adult and children, feminine hygiene products, menstrual cups, pads, sponges, sanitary napkins, tampons, and similar products sold for the principal purpose of feminine hygiene in connection with the menstrual cycle or postpartum care, paternity clothing, wound care dressings, sterile adhesive bandages, rolls or pads of gauze, and surgical and medical tape used to secure wound care dressing to a patient. There will be no tax on those products. Man, times are good. 
and exciting. We just had a reveal of a 200-year-old time capsule, and it was exciting. So the tension on Monday at West Point's Robinson Auditorium could be cut with a knife. <laughs> they had a 200-year-old time capsule, which they found, uh, and they you know, promoted it. They said there were going to be a uh, you know, big unsealing day. They were going to live stream it. Uh, it was discovered during renovations at, on the base of the campus, this uh, Thaddeus Kosciuszko. Uh, the shrine that stands as homage to a Polish general and engineer who helped strengthen American defenses during the American Revolutionary War. And so they were excited about this time capsule. And they brought out the box. The archaeologist reached for a flashlight. They had the incision and wriggled it free and took the top off and the cube's dark interior preserving the final moments of secrecy and the historians and librarians and archivists and museum curators leaned forward and then they realized it was just dirt. Uh, just silt. <laughs> there was nothing in it. That just nothing but dirt. That is awesome. I mean, it's like Geraldo's opening of Al Capone's vault. Nothing but dirt. So, not sure if what was in it just, uh, you know, dissolved into dirt or if it was a joke to begin with. But I love it because we had a big to-do for silt. And we have more fat shaming coming. I see where there was a shooting at the Chicago White Sox-Oakland A's baseball game. Uh, last Friday, I think it was Friday night, uh, inside Guaranteed Rate Field. And uh, they were looking into it. They were investigating, and they believed that the bullets came from uh, someone inside the stadium, which is weird because everyone gets checked for weapons as you get, uh, you know, you get wanded when you come into the game. And so apparently they believe someone brought a gun into the game. That's what the investigators have concluded. And so they believe that the shot came from inside the park, not uh, not outside the park. And we're dispelling a lot of a lot of things. Uh, the shot coming from outside is something we've almost completely dispelled. We're still looking at every avenue. It's still under investigation. Something from inside and it could have happened that way. We're looking into every avenue. Okay, well, it turns out the shooting was accidental. Uh, two women uh, were shot. They found out that uh, the gun, a handheld gun, uh, was snuck into the stadium between the fat folds of a woman who then accidentally shot herself and another woman at the field. <laughs> so I guess if you put the gun in the folds of your fat, the wand doesn't detect the gun or the metal inside your fat, which is surprising to me. Uh, I, I think that I find that hard to believe, although the wander may not have wandered across the folds of the fat, which is, I'm sure, a possibility. So now uh, it wasn't the handheld metal detectors or their failed uh, their their failings it was just that the person i'm sure that was doing the wanding didn't wand over the the fat bellies i guess i don't know uh you know i guess now everyone is like well can we get over with this fat is beautiful narrative now 
No, we will not be able to get over that. And don't, don't start uh, bringing me down. All right, I don't know, don't fat shame me, okay? <laughs> uh, just, we have to be more careful now uh, for guns and weapons being snuck into events than the folds of fat people. So, be careful, be careful. I don't know what would happen if you tried to sneak a gun into your into the town of Coffee City, Texas, you know, in your fat folds. Uh, you may get shot. I don't know. Uh, there's a report now that this city in Texas, Coffee City, Texas, is a town with 250 residents, but it has 50 police officers. So some cities around America are struggling to keep police, uh, and this city has uh, 250 residents with 50 police officers. Now, some of those officers, I believe, are, you know, questionable backgrounds. So, uh, if they're working for the city, they wrote 5,123 tickets and the city's collected over a million dollars worth of court fees last year. <laughs> uh, the investigation, though, shows that more than half of the officers have been suspended, demoted, terminated, or dishonorably discharged by their previous employer. Well, uh, you know, Coffee City, Texas, says, no problem, come work for us. It's okay. Uh, people uh, that have passed through talk about uh, they're back and forth. They're everywhere. Uh, they're everywhere. You can't get rid of them. They have 50 full-time and reserve officers. Yeah. Uh, and they stop you for doing anything wrong. There's a city in Florida, too, that uh, talks about they have big billboards warning you not to go over the speed limit. They have uh, huge signs saying, don't speed, don't speed, because the whole town is a speed trap. And you go you know, a mile over the speed limit, they pull you over and give you a ticket. So it's not a new thing that this is going on. So just remember, if you're in Texas... And you decide, hey, there's a sign that says Coffee City, Texas, right there. You know, you may want to go around. Or, you know, take a shot. Not literally, but, you know, figuratively. All right, let's go to the uh, break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. I mean, I need a cold drink desperately. As you can tell, my voice is still uh, screwed up. Uh, I'm trying to get through it. I woke up this morning and it was just, there was nothing there. I mean, and so I'm pushing through now. I feel fine. I just don't have a voice. And it's very frustrating since I, you know, talk a lot. So it's very frustrating. And uh, I, I hope you don't mind. I'm sorry. I'm trying to do a show for you. Uh, I could have just blown it off. I didn't do Brad this morning. I do Mojo Five uh, O on Thursday mornings. I didn't do it because I woke up and I had uh, you know I had some content ready to go for Brad. And then I thought, oh, I wonder if I could do it. I couldn't even talk this morning uh, earlier uh, prior to recording this. It was you know worse than this. So I don't know what's happening. I don't know some kind of some kind of mung, and it uh, does not want to seem to go away. I've had tea. Uh, it just doesn't. I don't know. Don't look at me like that. I'm trying, okay? I don't even smoke anymore. What am I doing? So, another example of what's wrong with America. 
there's an Instagram post from Phil Cook, who I follow on Instagram, and uh, it's hit with a, this is false information, CY or C post on his Instagram post, okay? And uh, it's just, it's amazing. So now look, I'm going to, whenever I see this, I'm going to see post. I don't care why you think it's false information. I want to see the post and then I'll go back to see why you think it's false information. So the post is there's a person in a mask, a lady in a mask asking two Amish men, why isn't COVID affecting you people? And the caption from the one Amish man is we don't have TV. Ha! Obviously a joke right obviously you know kind of well of course with the fact checkers as the same false information was reviewed in another post by fact checkers and there may be small differences independent fact checkers say this information has no basis on fact in fact amish communities have been affected by covid19 pandemic okay uh, covid19 did not spare u.s amish communities yeah we got it Please fact check all jokes. All right, I got my ticket already. I'm ready to go to see Equalizer 3. It opens today. Denzel and uh, what's your face? Uh, Dakota Fanning, uh, who's in uh, Man on Fire with Denzel. We've talked about it before, but I'm excited. Uh, you know, we've talked about how they. this is the last uh, Equalizer 3, and they're already discussing the prequel. And uh, I'm looking forward to this final one. I just, it's going to be sad if he dies. I don't want him to die okay if robert mccall just let him crawl off let us all think that he you know could possibly be dead or he's going to die but not officially be dead that's what i want that's how i want it to end uh just have him crawl off and so he wins but it looks like he's gonna die you know kind of like well man on fire we believe, you know, we believe that they showed his death at the end of Man on Fire, but there it is a possibility that they could turn around and say, no, he lived. It just looked like he died there, although I don't think he did. Uh, anyway, it's just that's what I want from Equalizer 3, but I'm looking forward to it today. I cannot wait for Equalizer 3, man. <laughs> uh, my man, Denzel. I see a, a Justified uh, City Primeval uh, just ended uh, this season, eight episodes, really good. Uh, there was a couple of things that I questioned in the series, but overall, really good. Timothy Oliphant uh, as, uh, you know, uh, U.S. Deputy Marshal Raylan Givens. Uh, the guy who played the bad guy, who uh, Clement Manzel, Boyd Holbrook, was great in it. He was a really good bad guy. Um, I was surprised. I didn't realize uh, until you know I was reading about it that his daughter in the show uh, is his daughter in real life. So he's already hiring the family for the shows. Uh, plenty of good characters in the series. So if you liked uh, Justified, the original uh, series, you'll you will like City Primeval. And for your purists out there, I know Nick Searcy was not in this, but uh, Walton uh, Coggins, uh, Goggins, is that his name? Walton Goggins, yeah. He uh, makes an appearance. Uh, the ex-wife makes an appearance. Uh, Natalie Z. So you do get some, uh, you do get some throwbacks to the original series. So well worth the watch. Justified. City Primeval. We're coming up on the end of Lioness on Paramount Plus 
And we are, I don't know how far along we are in uh, Only Murders in the Building, but we've got to be two or three episodes from the end of there. So uh, a couple of shows that uh, have been really fun, been fun to watch. So remember when uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, he's running for president of the United States, if you're not aware, and he was at the Iowa fair along with all the other presidential candidates as they were wandering around the fair eating hot dogs and, you know, kissing babies and shaking hands. Well, he ended up rapping an Eminem song, Lose Yourself, at the fair. And he's just trying to, you know, show off. He's a candidate. He's having fun at the fair. He raps some Eminem for a little bit. And everybody made fun of it. And they laugh and move on. Well, Eminem cannot have that. Eminem demanded that the music rights company, BMI, remove his work from a collection of over 20 million songs that it licenses to, to Vivek's campaign. And Vivek has agreed. Yeah, hey, okay. I won't I won't rap any more of your songs, M. Calm down. It's just a stupid presidential campaign doing a stupid rap thing. It was terrible. Nobody, nobody thought, wow, Eminem must be uh, for Vivek because he's rapping it. It's just stupid. These bands, man. Remember Foo Fighters were all furious with John McCain. Uh, Unbelievable. Uh, You know, uh, Donald Trump, of course, we can't. uh, Oh, man. There's a lot of artists that don't want Trump playing their music uh, when he's showing up at places. Here's the thing. Uh, It doesn't mean that you support the candidate when your music is being played there. But whatever. Go ahead. Get your panties in a wad. Now, some employers, I mean, employees actually, are getting their panties in a wad because uh, if you work for Goldman Sachs, uh, their boss said, uh, yeah, uh, the, you need to be in the office five days a week. Okay, that's just the way it is. Uh, we are reminding our employees of our existing policy. <laughs> we want you uh, at your desks five days a week. Uh, otherwise, uh, you may think about uh, getting the boot. And I see where Amazon said, uh, hey, you don't want to come in the office three days a week. You should probably start searching for the resume file on your computer. Wow. In a fireside chat, uh, CEO Andy Jassy told employees, it's past the time to disagree and commit to the company's return to office policy or else uh, look for another gig. <laughs> so, uh, there are big companies that are like, yeah, we're done with this little thing. Uh, everybody needs to come into work and uh, do their jobs uh, at the office. <laughs> That's past the time to disagree and commit, okay? Uh, you need to come into the office or uh, look for another gig. Pretty clear. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Be ready to be scared with more COVID uh, talk. Uh, scientists say they have a different variant than the XBB variant uh, EG5 that are driving the summer COVID-19 bump. Uh, BA.2.86 dubbed Pirola. P-I-R-O-L-A by a group of scientists on social media who named notable variants. That's a good gig right there. Uh, it's been detected in only about a dozen people, so be very scared. But, 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 it has surfaced in all corners of the world. And what's troubling about this variant is that it contains more than 30 mutations on the spike protein, which is what helps the virus enter cells and cause an infection. This means it might be able to evade current vaccines and previous infections more easily, and it likely won't be a great match with the fall booster, which will be approved very soon. So that new booster won't be able to help you with this. Huh, weird. Uh, It's drastically different, which is why, okay? Uh, Positive cases of BA.2.86 have been reported in the U.S., Denmark, Israel, South Africa, Portugal, and the U.K. The cases include people who haven't traveled recently, suggesting that there is a community transmission. It's also been detected in wastewater in the U.S., according to the CDC, and in Switzerland, and in Thailand. So, be ready for that. Be ready for that. Congratulations, too. Speaking of uh, Thailand, I see where uh, Foxconn's billionaire founder, uh, Terry Goh, G-O-U, has announced his candidacy for president of Taiwan. So, that would go over great, right? Right. Oh, we still have some more news in the drug world. I see where uh, the administration, the presidential administration, Joe Biden, uh, is talking about uh, lowering drug costs for Americans. Uh-huh. Uh, dropping the highly anticipated list of 10 prescription drugs that will be subject to negotiations with Medicare. Yeah, the medicines include uh, uh, blood thinners, and I'll give you the list of the drugs. But uh, the pharmaceutical companies are saying, uh, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> um, the large drug makers, uh, Johnson & Johnson, Merrick, Bristol, uh, they've already sued the government over its Medicare negotiated negotiation push, uh, calling it unconstitutional. And so uh, we're not going to do that. Uh, we're going to fight that uh, all the way down the line. That's great. So if you take uh, Iliquis, uh, Jardians, Zarelto, Genuvia, uh, Varexga, right? F-A-R-X-I-G-A, Entresto, Embril, Imbruvica, Stellara, and Fiasp, F-I-A-S-P, Fiasp Flex Touch Pen Pill, Novolog, Novolog Flex Pen, Novolog Pen Pill, Novo Noradisc. Uh, those are all going to uh, you know, be lower for you. A- at least that's what they say, because the negotiations don't start until later this year, and the drug companies are fighting it. So, when you hear that they're going to lower costs for you, just know that that's not really going to happen. 
We are getting uh, Narcan over-the-counter, though. That is actually happening. Uh, it's the first over-the-counter uh, naloxone, a drug used to reverse opioid overdose. Going to be available in retail stores and online as soon as next week, according to the manufacturer. So everybody will be able to to get that to get the Narcan uh, over-the-counter. Yeah, it's not going to be free, though. Uh, it's uh, $44.99 per carton. That's two doses. So they're already complaining about that, saying that the people who need it the most won't be able to afford it. So I don't know, you know, good luck, God bless, but you can get it over the counter now. So there's that. And the way you people just take stuff off the shelves in drugstores and stores all over the country now, just go in and take it and walk out. You should be fine. What could possibly go wrong? And as long as we're talking about drugs, I see where governors have sent a letter to uh, congressional leaders that 80% of active ingredients in prescription drugs are made outside of the U.S., mainly in India and China. But uh, nobody's doing anything about it. Uh, We're talking about it, but nobody's doing anything about it. So states are taking what limited action they can to combat prescription drug shortages. Uh, Individual states have expanded uh, medical caches to increase the diversity of prescription drugs that are stockpiled in case of emergency shortages. But that's nothing is creating real change. And the governors are asking Congress to consider policies that would increase diversity in the manufacturing of generic medications with regards to both raw materials and final manufacturing. Yeah, that would require the FDA to be more transparent. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. That's funny. And they want to re-examine expiration date guidance to extend medicine's uh, shelf lives. This is some of the things that should have been going on the past, I don't know, five years. Well, a little more than that, but for sure, the past five years. Uh, maybe, maybe let's 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 stretch it out and say the past eight years, and yet it has nothing has been done, and it's just frustrating. Very, very frustrating. And this is why, uh, you know, this is what happens when you have senators uh, just go off into space and have strokes while they're talking to their audiences. Because I saw Mitch McConnell do it again as he's just talking and then... That's it. He's just off in space having another seizure or another mini stroke, and yet he refuses to get out of office. Geez, I wonder why people are sick of the government. You know, I don't believe I've ever given to charity uh, at a cash register, but, you know, I guess the prompts at the checkout counters where they ask you to donate to charity, those raise a bunch of money for nonprofits. According to this, consumers spent $749 million on donations at the checkout lane last year. And that's up 24% from 2020. That's according to Social Impact Organization Engage for Good. Love them. A stop and shop, for example, brings in $1 to $2 million a month for its breast cancer and food security initiatives. I mean, that's great, and I'm glad people are doing it, and that's wonderful. And I'm glad that there, hopefully there's some oversight onto where that money goes and where it's used. But while the amount has never been higher, apparently Americans are uh, saying, hey, uh, how about no? Uh, 59% of consumers said they donated to charity at the register this year, down from 80% 
in 2021. I can tell you, I never did that. I have never donated to charity at a register. I was trying to think, maybe I gave a dollar for something, you know, standing there. And would you like to give a dollar to Joni's nose reduction surgery? I, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Maybe, maybe I did that, but I'm not being prompted. No, I, I will. I will give to charity in other ways, not at the cash register. But you know, that's just me. But uh, wow, that's a lot, though. I mean, if you're saying that uh, uh, 59% of consumers said they donated to charity, down from 80% uh, in 2021, wonder why that could be. Could it be that people have less money to give? I believe that could be the inflation at the cash register when you're getting charged a million dollars for your dinners for your family. And then they say, hey, want to give to help this charity? No, no, I don't. I want someone to give to me and help my charity. So I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. Okay, i got to wrap this up. My voice is uh, getting shot, and I appreciate you coming along for the ride today on Chewing the Fat. Thank you. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me on YouTube, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can always email the show, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I mean, no, email the show, Chewing the Fat at TheBlaze.com. Duh. Uh, the name of the show is Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Duh. And you can order a cameo from me. That's not free. Uh, just go to cameo at JeffyJFR and uh, tell them what you want. Happy, glad, sad, mad, mean, whatever. And I will do it. That's the way it works on cameo. So this seems to be happening more and more around the country. And it is interesting to me that it is finally coming to fruition. So the nation's largest newspaper publisher, Gannett, this is not the first story I've read about this happening, but I'm just telling you about it now, is uh, being accused of discriminating against white employees in an effort to reach the company's diversity goals. That's what the class action lawsuit claims. Five current and former Gannett employees claim that the newspaper publisher launched an effort to diversify its newsrooms, which caused white workers to be passed over for promotions and even fired in some instances. Huh. So Gannett Brands, which include USA Today and a uh, you know, big network of like 260 local publications that span 47 states. I don't know that anybody actually reads them, but they believe that they do. Uh, you know, Arizona Republic, the Tennessee and the Detroit Free Press, Des Moines Register, Columbus Dispatch, Austin American Statesman, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, the Indianapolis Star, Louisville Courier Journal. Love all those. Uh, love all of those newspapers. Uh, the lawsuit filed against Gannett on Friday stated that the company executed their reverse race discrimination policy with a callous indifference towards civil rights laws or the welfare of workers and prospective workers whose lives would be upended by it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear that this was going on around the country. Gannett selected employees to receive executive bonuses and promotions based on its diversity goals, not workers' merits or qualifications, which is just insane. And we've been saying it's a meritocracy. Work with merit. If you're good enough for the job, do it. If you're not, you're not. It's just amazing. So in 2020, the newspaper publisher announced that it aimed to make its newsrooms as diverse as the country by 2025. Oh, okay. It said that uh, the... Uh, they would expand the number of journalists focused on covering issues related to race, 
and identity, social justice, and equality. Man, it's a surprise that nobody is reading these newspapers. At the time of the announcement, USA Today reported that Gannett's work pr- workforce was comprised of 46% women, 22% black, uh, indigenous, and people of color. So... Uh, one of the plaintiffs in the lawsuit claimed he was fired from his management position. Uh, he stated that he was passed up for a different position with the company based on the color of his skin. Yeah. Now, Gannett's chief legal counsel, Polly Grunfield Sack, love her, told the New York Post, we will vigorously defend our practice of ensuring equal opportunities for all our valued employees against this meritless lawsuit. Uh, Polly Grunfield Sack also added that the company always prioritizes recruiting qualified candidates. Do you? Do you, Polly? Okay. All right. Yeah, no, I know. That's what you said. I got it. All right. I got to get this voice some rest. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Peace. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.